that's how you build rivalries, and that's how you build atmosphere. Edwards, three-pointer, it's good! This team is right there with anybody else in, in the country. They are clicking on kind of a different level that we didn't um, that we didn't see this year. Perry for the lead. Oh! He did it again. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Zone Star State Podcast. I'm Matthew Bruni, and joining me once again is Ishmael Johnson. And Ish, today we are joined by. Joe Golding, the head coach of UTEP men's basketball. Coach, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. It's uh, always good to see you guys because you know the season's right around the, the corner. So uh, enjoy everything you guys do for college basketball here in the state of Texas and, and looking forward to our talk. Yeah, appreciate it. Um, I think this is the third straight year of getting you on, man. This is yeah. uh, um, my favorite awesome. podcast, man. My favorite <laughs> podcast. Let's go, baby. Loyalty, lo- loyalty, loyalty. loyalty. By, by the way, how, how's the weather over there? It's starting to get a little cooler around here. Has it affected y'all yet, or is it still? We are, cool? you know. Uh, I think we had, I don't know, I'll be wrong here, but it was 50 to 60 days, whatever, with this summer of, of over 100 right. degrees. <laughs> um yeah it's it's great man right now it's it's in the low 90s high 80s and then at night it's just absolutely beautiful here so nice. this is obviously the best time yeah uh of the year here nice nice jealous of yeah. that yeah. weather sometimes no doubt yeah, no yeah. doubt <laughs> yeah make that a segment every coach we have on just ask them how the weather is <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're not going to beat they're not going to beat golding i'll say i'll tell you that <laughs> no absolutely not man <laughs> um well coach um what has I guess we've start you know over over the off season? Um, obviously last year was you had so much turnover from the year before. Um, so it was it was an interesting season for y'all to try you know get it together. And obviously defensively y'all y'all had it um, work, worked out. Uh, just how would you I guess recap last year and then obviously going into this year, just where your kind of priorities lie. Yeah, I mean, we, we obviously got caught with a lot of stuff last year, right? Um, we got caught with the transfer portal. Uh, we got caught on some the NIL stuff. We, we weren't set up for that. Uh, it was kind of both things got us at one time, and, and uh, it, it, was a, it was a tough year. You know, I've been blessed and, and, and humbled and, and to, to have about six, I think, six or seven straight years of 20 wins and uh, kind of competing in, for championships and NCAA tournaments. And our first year here at UTEP was uh, obviously a 20-win season, and, and we had a lot of excitement around our program. And uh, last year was was tough um, for, for all of us around here. Um, I enjoyed our group. I thought our group last year played really hard. Um, I, I don't think, you know, we had a lot of adversity and injuries just throughout the whole season. We never had depth. Uh, and then obviously offensively, we really struggled to score the basketball. You know, we were one of the worst teams in the country in three-point shooting uh, and free throw shooting. And then you go back and look at our schedule. Um, you know, we lost a ton of games in one or two possession games. We just weren't good at them. You know, you I was going to say the three overtime games. If yeah, North Texas, UAB, and all. You know, so we in Rice. Uh, you know, we you know we lose to Rice on a buzzer beater. We lose to Rice here. We have two free throws with one point eight seconds and don't get it. So just in Kent State, you know, we lose by one. I think that was a tough stretch for us. We lose to Kent State by one, who obviously made the NCAA tournament. You know, and then and then we go to UAB. Uh, and we had the game one in regulation, and then we had the game one in overtime, and we lose it. And uh, obviously, give Andy's team credit for fighting. But you know, if you look, if you'd have got that, we'd have come back here two and zero, and maybe our season's a little different. You know, every season there's always one or two or three critical moments. You know, that kind of makes your season go one way or the other. And 
So, uh, but bottom line is we, we weren't good offensively, right? And, and uh, you know, we couldn't shoot the basketball, couldn't make free throws, and we turned the basketball the worst uh, that I think since I've been a head coach. We were just – we were terrible with the basketball, and that's unlike us. And so if you do those things, you're not going to win. You're not going to win close games, right? And so we were, we were tough enough and played hard enough to be in games in a league that was this really, really, really good league uh, last year. So, you know, back to this year, you know, I think there's a renewed sense of accountability in our program. Uh, I really enjoy this team. I'm having a blast coaching this team. Uh, this summer and fall has been terrific. It reminds me a bunch of our Abilene Christian teams. You know, there's a, there's Abilene Christian. Our culture was our strength. Uh, there, you know, we fought for our culture every day. There was accountability to it. There was a loyalty to it, uh, to our culture. And uh, we've got that back here, you know, at YouTube. I don't know if we ever had it yet since I've left Abilene Christian. Uh, and that's been frustrating for me, but but we have it now. You know, we, we, we have a culture. We have an accountability to our culture. There's a loyalty to it here uh right now and so i'm refreshed i'm energized again it reminds me a lot of our abilene christian teams and uh i'm excited yeah you know well you can talk about some of the additions you made to kind of help the offense this year but you know how valuable was it last year to at the very least establish that identity that you had previously you know that defensive tenacity that toughness that you know offensively obviously it was very tough but at least teams knew what they were going to get from you guys in terms of like you're going to make them work on the offensive end you guys are going to pressure them you're going to play your style of aggressive defense um more so than your first year obviously which was kind of like working with some you know players that you didn't necessarily didn't recruit you kind of inherited but you were talented enough anyway um how how positive was it to see just kind of that brand of basketball kind of see itself through yeah, you know, I think that was the one positive out of last year, you know, that we were able to establish uh, the defensive side of the ball and kind of who we're going to be moving forward um, in, in this program. So I, I do think our depth hurt us uh, late, you know, in the year. I don't think we were as good defensively uh, yeah. late, you know, in the last, you know, probably month, you know, yeah. or last two or three weeks. Uh, we just we just ran out of juice, I think, a little bit. and We just couldn't play the way we wanted to. Um, but but to your point, um, I think, you know, we're, we're returning, uh, I think it's six or seven scholarship guys, mm-hmm. uh, including the walk-ons. I think we have nine back uh, in, in our program uh, that were here last year. And so that has definitely carried over. Right. So uh, and, and then that set the tone. Uh, those guys are all bought in, you know, to that on the defensive side of the ball. So when our new guys got here this year, um, you know, our summer, we're further along right now than we've ever been, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in, in, in middle of September in our program here at UTEP. Right. Um, so because th- those those returners were bought in, the newcomers didn't know any differently. You know, they knew in recruiting that was what we're going to do because they saw us last year. But sure. um, as far as those guys, returners being bought in, these, these news guys just followed them. And so. Uh, you know, I, I think this team has a chance, uh, you know, to be better than last year's team, you know, defensively, obviously with our depth and, and just the buy-in. So, uh, yeah, I think that was one positive from last year um, that, that we have to, we have to do a better job of fouling. You know, we still turn people over. I think mm-hmm. the two things we got to get better at one again, offensively is when we get turnovers and steals off the pressure, we have to be able to convert, right. And get easy mm-hmm. offense. Which we didn't do last year. Um, and then the second thing we can't foul as much, you know, we were again, one, one of the, uh, we were one of the worst teams in the country in fouling. And so we want to be aggressive, but we don't want to be necessarily so aggressive on the ball. You know, it's more off the ball that we're aggressive and we have to do a better job of guarding the ball without fouling. Yeah. Uh, Tay Hardy, um, obviously uh, had, had a good year for y'all last year. What, what have you seen from him and how do you expect him to take another step forward? Um, obviously going into a senior year here. Yeah, um, I, I, he's had as good a summer, guys, as any guy I've coached. Uh, you know, uh, this summer, 
he, he was terrific uh, this this fall. He's been great. Uh, he actually got mono, so he's been out the last couple of weeks, but he gets back next week. Um, and it's probably been good for him because he's a guy that just lives in the gym uh, mm-hmm. and he's so driven right now um, to, to have a better season than what he thought he had uh, last year. But what people forget about Tay is he was hurt, right? That last year of Southern Miss, he had shoulder surgery. He was out for like seven or eight months, didn't do anything uh, and then came back. And I think he was just trying to find his way a little bit, right? Back to playing basketball. That's a long time to be off and not playing. Um, and then obviously a different team, a different culture. Uh, and so, um, he's all bought in, you know, and that's what I love about it. He's bought into UTEP right now. He's bought into to our staff and what we're trying to do. He's, he's got out of his comfort zone a little bit on his leadership skills. Uh, we all know he can score the basketball, uh, but he's been terrific on the defensive side of the ball for us. Uh, and then he's sharing the basketball and he's creating offense uh, for other guys. Uh, and so, uh, you know, I think it, the, you know, we're trying to tell him that the more he does that, the easier it's going to be for him, right, to score. But he just felt so much pressure last year because we couldn't score the ball uh, mm-hmm. that he felt, you know, that he had to go do it. And so there were some times where his numbers, right. Didn't look great uh, because he, and it wasn't a selfish Tabian selfish. He just felt that he had to do that for us to win because we were so bad offensively, but uh, he's got better weapons obviously around him. Now we got guys that can score the basketball and uh, I, I am, it's just, I'm, I'm so happy for him. Uh, you know, there were opportunities for him to go other places. He was a graduate guy. We were mm-hmm. 14 and 18. It had been really easy for him to leave. Uh, and he didn't, and he never hesitated. He never budged. Uh, you know, he's stuck with that group that's coming back. Uh, and he said, coach, we're going to get this thing turned around. And so um, I think he's going to have a terrific year. You know, he's, he's playing like an all-conference player right now. Sure. Um, one of the questions I had a little bit looking at this year's team, you know, I ran into you at the state tournament. Uh, yeah. I think, uh, David Terrell was there for Mansfield Summit. Um, he was somebody who I saw him before I even, legitimately before I realized that you guys had signed him. I think I saw him in, one of the regional games or area round games. And immediately I was like, this guy feels like a UTEP type of player. And like before I knew like that he was actually signed because he was so aggressive. Typically what you don't typically see in my opinion, in terms of high caliber recruits at the high school level, how intense he was off the ball as far as defense was concerned. I was like, that's very, I don't know. I was like, that, that's, it's it really it's shouting rare. Joe Golding to me. <laughs> and so uh, when I saw that he was, I was like, that makes perfect sense. Um, so uh, we can talk a little bit about him as well, but obviously you guys looked for immediate help on offense as well. Um, he's somebody for now and in the future, but somebody like a Corey Camper maybe coming in, who's a high prolific scorer. Was the, was the off season goal just like, we just need scoring and like kind of figuring out the defensive end later, or was there like, are these guys are these guys gifted scores that can also you know aren't necessarily slackers or you know uh, to me it's always hard to find that balance right if you need a score right sometimes the best score is not necessarily somebody who's going to be the most intense on defense yeah no I think that's a great point a great question I, I think uh, obviously offensively we had to get better right so that yeah. was the, the key to it I, I think two things for me in recruiting was uh, offensively we had to get better and then we also had to find better IQ players you know guys that knew how to play and fit our culture right mm-hmm. uh, and what we're about we wanted high character kids that were going to do things right um, you know on and off the floor uh, coachable guys that could play with other players uh, you know and uh, I thought th- those two were key I think we've got our program to your your last question to a point where we're going to guard. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, like sure, sure. we established that last year, you know, if you're going to come here now, we have enough returners back uh, that, that we, we, we were going to be, we were going to play hard and we were going to guard on that end. Right. And we had to add some offensive um, 
pieces to it. Corey Camper obviously is one. You know, he averaged 20 points a game uh, in junior college. He shot three point over 35 percent. But Corey Camper's a coach's son. He knows how to play. He makes the right play all the time. We probably need him to be a little bit more aggressive now offensively. Uh, there's some times in the summer and the fall where he's had some open looks, but he just really knows how to play. Right. He he really likes sharing the basketball more than he likes you know, to, to score. But that fits our culture. Right. And what we're about. And so. Uh, I, I, he's been terrific. Um, you know, he, he's having an adjustment a little bit to, to your other question defensively because at, at Tyler they played a lot of zone. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, he's catching on quickly and his length and size, like David Terrell, right? Six four, long, athletic. We could get the wings with those guys, uh, you know, and, and be aggressive in the wings and force turnovers. And then obviously uh, we can contest a lot of mid range jumpers, you know, with, with those yeah. guys. Uh, Zid Powell uh, has been terrific. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, uh, you know, we're fortunate to have him uh, on his last year of college basketball, but he's a kid that averaged 13 in the MAC uh, in his first year. That says something, um, you know, and where I've been really impressed with Zid is his ability to move the basketball and create offense for others. Uh, you have Baylor Hebb, who, who uh, you know, I've recruited Baylor, it seems like, for his whole life. Uh, he's <laughs> told me no, 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 you know, uh, for about six years, five years, however long it's been. But, um, you know, we're trying to get Baylor's confidence back to where, to where it was when he played at Colville Heritage. And, and, I was about to say, I remember him in high school. You know, and, and just, you know, yeah. where, where he could really, you know, but he's shooting the basketball great for us right now. Um, yeah. You know, he's, he's scoring the basketball. And he's a way better defender now than he was uh, when mm. I was playing at Colville Heritage. He was terrible. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you know, Coach Hammer can't coach any defense there. He's like, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys ever saw Coach Hammer, Stephen Hammer play today, but he could play back in the day, but he didn't play a lick of defense. But, uh, <laughs> but, you know, uh, I'm excited to have, you know, Baylor. Then you look at Trey Horton, you know. Uh, Trey was one of the best three-point shooters on the EYBL circuit um, last yeah. year. We get John back, uh, who was hurt last year, one of our foremen, um, you know, who can really shoot. And Elijah Jones, we sat out. Uh, last year, a transfer from East Carolina that we think is just going to be really, really good. Uh, six to eight, great skill set. So, uh, you know, yeah, I'm excited about the new guys, you know, coming in. And I, I think they hit both of those, check both those boxes for us. They, they, they can really score the basketball. And uh, more importantly, they're, they're my type of kids uh, and, and fit our culture. Yeah. You mentioned before last season um, getting hit with getting hit from the portal. Um, how have you approached the portal and then balancing portal and junior college, you know, recruiting and figuring out what players can, can fit your system? Is there is there a difference at all or is it just kind of figuring out who? Yeah, we're doing it different, right? Uh, we're doing it different this year than we did it last year. I don't know the perfect answer. I don't, I don't know if there's anybody that does, right? Uh, yeah. I, I would like to, to talk to them, but I think mm-hmm. it dictates every year's different, right, um, on how many you lose. And I think the biggest thing is how many can you retain, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's the biggest key at this level uh, and maybe all levels, right? I've never been fortunate, you know, or, or I've never coached at the high major level as an assistant or head coach. I don't know that level, but um, you know, at this level, um, it, it's retainment, I think, right? That's been the biggest difference for us this summer uh, compared to, you know, uh, is the retainment piece in bringing guys back. And so we're going to fight like that. I know all the time now, right in the spring, but um, it, there, there's the, the way we've decided to do it this year is get back to kind of some uh, a mix, right? I just thought last year we took too many portal guys, right? And so yeah. uh, we're, we're trying to mix it. You look at David Terrell, Trey Horton, uh, and basically count Elijah. You know, those are three high school kids yeah. in our program that are going to be freshmen. Uh, and then we went to junior college route, you know, with Corey Camper. Um, and then you've got um, – um, 
uh, help me out here. Uh, who was the, you know, Zid Pal and Baylor Hebb, you know, we're oh, I was gonna say Baylor, yeah. portal guys. So uh, we, we, we tried to mix it. We're doing that in recruiting right now in the fall, right? We're trying to sign some high school guys. And, you know, some people say, well, don't go sign high school guys, right? Because if you play them, they're going to leave a ton in your league because our league's good. And if they can prove themselves in our league, they're gone. Uh, and if you don't play them, they're going, right? But I just, yeah. you know, I, I, whether I, I disagree or agree with it, we're going to recruit high school guys, right? I just think there's good high school players right now that are getting overlooked. Um, and I think we can get some really good high school guys, develop them, build relationships with them, coach them up. And, you know, hopefully we can, you know, look at David Terrell, man. His mother played here. She's uh, one of the best players to ever put on a UTEP women's basketball jersey. Uh, his dad played football here. Um, and so UTEP means something to David, right? Truly means something to him. It's not all talk, right? Sure. Um, his parents went to UTEP. And so, you know, let's develop him. Let, let's, uh, let's build a relationship with him and let's coach him, you know? And so that's the route I'm going. Yeah, I, I guess for for me more on a little bit more on the the kind of recruiting Terrell because you know he's at a DFW highly touted kid right it, he didn't have any lack of offers or lack of attention um, you know what was kind of the process of like did it obviously it helped with his pedigree uh, coming from you know his family but you know was there any like I don't know how the process go as far as recruiting him goes because you come from a program like Mansfield Summit where they're pumping out kids seemingly all the time. Yeah, you know, recruiting the state of Texas is always difficult, right? Because everybody knows we have really good players here. So every university is in Texas, right? Uh, and, and trying to recruit Texas. And so, um, you know, David, uh, he was a highly recruited kid. Um, we obviously got on him, or, you know, we saw him in the summer. Um, and then uh, we were able to, um, you know, obviously find the background out that his parents, right, um, were, were UTEP uh, people. And then the more we dug into it, he was so well coached in high school. Uh, it's one of the best high school programs. The way they, they make him defend there, right, uh, their mm -hmm. program is similar to us a little bit and uh, how they play. Uh, and then I went and watched him practice the first time and just his leadership ability. Uh, he was an incredible leader. He was the front of every drill. He was leading mm -hmm. every drill. Um, he was talking. He was communicating. The guys – uh, you know, respected him. Uh, you know, here's a deal about David was also the homecoming king, you know, and if you know anything <laughs> about Texas uh, and, and homecomings, yeah. uh, you know, it's usually the football player because there's 85 football players, right? <laughs> right. 15 basketball players. And then it's usually the band girl, right? Wins uh -huh. homecoming queen because there's 350 people in the band, right? And votes. So uh, for David to win homecoming king, that said something right uh, about yeah. him and, and, and who he is as a person and leadership skills. And so, um, but we had to fight, right? We had to fight a ton of people. But I think yeah. he knew right away the fit, to your point earlier, uh, it was just a really, real, really, really good fit the way we play. Um, and, and and what we're about here fits him perfectly, in my opinion, right? And and so um, I think he understood that. He knew that. I think the right schools were recruiting him, you know. Uh, I had to battle against Tanner for the first time, right, at Abilene Christian. And yeah, stuff. yeah. Uh, you know, that was that – was, uh, weird. Um, <laughs> so uh, – but um, – uh, you know, it, it, it's just um, that's kind of how it went, right? There were a lot of people going after him, but we got him early. Coach Cox did a great job uh, mm -hmm. recruiting him, and, and then we were able to visit him. And then uh, he wasn't easy, uh, you know. Uh, there were there was a lot of long nights where he uh, wouldn't give us an answer, right? And and but uh, at the end of the day, uh, you know, he chose us, and obviously we're extremely extremely uh, excited about him uh, in our program. Yeah, um, the last thing I had was uh, looking at the looking at Conference USA um, because obviously adds um, New Mexico State, which is right next right up y'all's alley. Sam Houston, uh, Jacksonville State, Liberty. Um, what are your thoughts on the conference and just how how exciting it is to to get some new blood 
in there. Yeah, I think uh, when you look at it, we lost some really good teams, right? It is what it is, right? We, we have probably the best year this league's had in a long, long time, uh, you know, with the uh, Final Four team in Florida Atlantic, two NIT teams, uh, and then Charlotte winning the other tournament, right? I think our league showed mm-hmm. in March uh, that we, we deserved multiple bids, right, last year. And so uh, th- this league was terrific. Uh, we, we did not have a good year as far as UTEP in our league. But again, to you guys, point, we were really, really close, right? It wasn't like we were far off, you know, and everybody's 14 and 18 is a little different, right? Um, and yeah. so, uh, you know, we, we, we were, um, you know, th- that our season could have got flipped. And so that's what we knew in recruiting too, right? We weren't far off. We, did, it wasn't a, we had, didn't have to go make drastic uh, yeah. changes. We just need to get better on, on some offensive things and, and we were close. And so um, as far as the league, uh, I don't think anything's changed though, right? We got, we, the four schools we added, Liberty's been in the NCAA tournaments really recently. Uh, I think Coach Ray Harper is one of the best coaches in college basketball, uh, and he obviously went to the NCAA tournament two years ago. Um, you know, Jason Hooten will, will get New Mexico mm-hmm. State right back to where they were. Um, he, he's a terrific coach. Uh, he, he's won a ton of games in the last decade at Sam Houston State. Uh, and obviously, New Mexico State has great tradition. And our rivalry now just got, uh, you know, they just put gasoline on the fire, man. That thing's going to be – you guys ought to come down now, you know, in February. Yeah, you know, it's one day in November, but in February, uh, you know, and, and who the hell knows? We get to Huntsville, Alabama, and we play them. I mean, it's, it's going to be uh, – so it's an incredible rivalry. And then um, and then obviously, Sam Houston State, we know what, what that program's done, right, yeah. uh, over the last decade as well. And I think Coach Mudge was – Coach Mudge was to Jason Hooten what Brett Tanner was to me, right, at, at Abilene Christian. And so uh, to see Coach Mudge get the job, I was I was probably just – I don't know if I was as happy as Jason, but I was right there, right, because when guys bust their butt for 10 years in a program and build it yeah. and have a big part of it, you just hate to see when they go outside, right, uh, and hire people and, and when they give the opportunity inside uh, for people that deserve it. And, and, and Chris Mudge deserved that job. He's a terrific coach. He's been around great coaches his entire career uh, and he'll do a terrific job at Sam. So we might not have the name recognition, right. Coming right yeah. off the bat as some of those yeah. schools we lost, but as far as the basketball league in nine teams uh, playing everybody twice, it, it's going to be brutal, right? It's going to be yeah. a really, really good league uh, again. And I think a terrific basketball uh, league. Our last question for me, you know, I know y'all's schedule hasn't come out, but ACU's has, and you guys there, uh, your return to Abilene Christian on December 17th, you know, first time coaching against those guys and coaching against the purple, you know, you know, cause just kind of like, what do you, I don't know what, when you step into that arena, what are you kind of anticipating? Just like feeling personally. Yeah. You know, I really don't know yet. Right. I, I knew when they did this, I, I knew this was going to happen. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, we had nothing to do with the conference USA WAC schedule that was sure. done by, you know, presidents and ADs. Uh, but I knew as soon as they gave the green light, you know, I said, here we go. I thought I was going to get double hit, right? I thought we were going to have – I'm going to Abilene and Billy Gillespie's coming here, which I'm sure they'll get that done, right? Right, right, right. Uh, in the near future. Uh, so it, it, it's kind of like Hooten chuckled. You know, Hooten's got to go back to SFA, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, um, you know, they, they, they know what they're doing. They can say whatever on net scores, right? But they know what they're doing. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I um, Obviously, Abilene Christian raised me, right? Like people yeah. forget I spent five years – or. Yeah, five years as a student. It took me an extra year to get out of there. Uh, so, um, <laughs> All right. Don't you know, matter. Five years as a student, three years as an assistant, and 10 years as a head coach, right? So, yeah. uh, you know, over uh, almost 20 years, right, of my life was spent there uh, at that place. And then a lot of blood, sweat, and tears 
those last 10 years building that program, right? We, the story's been told. It was one of the worst Division II, you know, programs. And then we were one of the worst Division I programs and had nothing and just built that thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we were very fortunate to have really, really, really good players, great culture, great leadership from the administration at the end that wanted to win. And, and um, I don't know, guys, I have never, I have not been back yet. Yeah. Uh, which is yeah. wild, right? I, I, since the time I got on that plane, I have not been back to Abilene yet. Uh, so I have no idea, you know. Um, I, I'm I, I'm excited to see the arena, you know. Mm-hmm. I, that was a big deal for us when we were there. Um, and so they've built a $50 million arena that I'm excited uh, to see. And I know it celebrates a lot of our players, uh, you know, from those teams uh, that, that were a big part of why that arena was built. Um I'm sure there'll be a lot of my former players uh, there. They better watch it, right? They better not be – they better sit in the middle. Uh, <laughs> they still call me all the time and ask for a lot of favors, right? So they, neutral they, color. they better be careful uh, that night. Um, but, you know, I, it, it will definitely be, I'm sure, emotional, right, when I walk yeah. out um, on, on that floor um, and, and, and see everybody there. Um, but at the end of the day, man, it's a game that we got to go, you know, a game that we got to go compete and a game that we, we got to go – um, go win. So the, the, it'll be a business side of it too, right? I, I think Alvin Christian's trying to do a lot of stuff. And I uh, I told Brett Tanner, you better not, right? You better not play any of those mind tricks and karma things, right? Where you try to, <laughs> uh, you know, celebrate our players and myself before the game. They're going to have the, they're going to have, I'm coming home. I've seen that. I'm no better than that, man. So it'll be a, <laughs> There'll be a time and place for all that. So Brett Tanner does that. You know, he's, he's going to be off the Santa Claus list as well. Right? <laughs> he's off the Christmas list as well. But, you know, that's probably the worst part about it is having to play against him, right? Um, sure, I mean, sure. knew a time that plays somewhere down the road it was going to happen in our careers, right? It's part of it. But, um, you know, uh, the only thing I wish I, – I wish they would bring their butt back up here to El Paso, right? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, return the favor. Do, right? Yeah, he should, should come here and play in the, play in the dawn. Um, next year so you guys you talk to him put some 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 heat on him uh, I think he I think he you know he deserves that right <laughs> or I deserve that so but yeah it'll be fun we'll see man uh you know it'll be emotional there's only three players left I think guys that I coached mm-hmm. so it's not like I'm going back and playing against my old team right but sure, uh, sure. so I, I wish there was no guys I coached but there's only three left so uh, you know it, it's Brett Tanner's team right uh, he's yeah. recruited that team and so it's not my, not really my guys anymore so uh, but I look forward to competing and going down there yeah. Uh, last thing, what uh, is it? Is that logo on your shirt? Is that the? Uh, hey guys, this is the throwback, man. Huh? So, yeah, I love that. Eighties. Uh, we're doing a lot of throwback. You know, we made a switch to Adidas this year, so we're doing a lot of throwback. And our football team did their throwback game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, I guess it was the first home game here uh, that they yeah. played. So the the football staff gave me this, and uh, yeah, man, I like it, man. I like it a lot. So we're doing a throwback basketball game this year too. And oh, nice. So, yeah, yeah. So. If I had an extra one, man, I'd shoot it to you guys. Oh, I was going to ask. We'll have to make a trip up there to get it ourselves. Yeah, you guys need to come to El Paso, man. Yeah, yeah. There you go. You guys right, need to get in this game, man. Incredible, incredible fan base, right? Uh, unbelievable gym, man. They love basketball down here, man. They're, they're, they're a rabid fan base. They want to win. Um, so you guys would enjoy it, man. Get out of your comfort zone, man. Get out of your box, man. <laughs> um. All right, man. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess we owe you one for saying, you know, we're your favorite podcast. So they, three, they, three years in a row, man. Yeah, you can't pick me dead last this year, man, and you owe me a trip to El Paso, man, right? <laughs> Show a little loyalty to me, guys. Show a little loyalty. I, I don't have a conference you'll say on the magazine this year, all right? That's, that's Ish. Ish has. Ish, has, I, uh, Ish I'm going to be watching that, man. We're not, we're not, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to hold you accountable, man. I'm going to hold you accountable in March. Right. You better take you. a long we, look at that thing, man. <laughs> we got you. We got you.
<laughs> all right, Coach. Um, that's all we got, man. That's, thanks, thanks for coming on. This was a lot of fun. All right, see you guys. Always great seeing you guys, man. Appreciate sure. it. All right, well.